Yesterday we looked at Psalm chapter number 7, Psalm 7, and we saw how we are not to steal from God. And we understood how that means that when somebody does something against us, such as Cush the Benjamite slandering David and stirring up people against him, our proper response is not to intrude into the area of payback on that person. We are not to seek to even the score because we saw in Romans chapter 12, verse number 19, that God says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. And so if we try to even the score, we're stealing from God. We saw how whoever digs a pit to harm somebody else, he will fall into that very pit. So we see how God always works it out. We don't have to intrude into that area of payback or settling the score or, you know, he he is owed this or I owe him one for this. Now, God will do a much better job than you or I ever could at paying somebody back for what they've done to you. Okay, so what is, though, our responsibility? There is something that you are supposed to do. I said yesterday that it takes a lot of faith to, by faith, you know, give that to the Lord, whatever somebody is doing to you, whatever somebody's done to you, that the Lord will take care of it. Now, I'm not talking about a violent crime or or something, you know, that's against the law or something like that. You do need to report. There are proper channels for that. But knowing that God is going to take care of it and giving it over to the Lord. If somebody is talking bad about you, not trying to even the score, knowing that God will take care of it. But there is always something that you're supposed to do. And this thing that you're supposed to do takes, I think, even more faith. Takes a lot of spiritual discipline. And this thing that you're supposed to do is to be applied regardless of the severity of the act perpetrated against you. Regardless. And that is this you are to forgive. Forgive. I think this might be one of the hardest things in all of Scripture, in all of life to really implement in a practical way. I've spoken to people that had unspeakable acts committed to them, committed to their family members, maybe even somebody who whose father ran off with another woman when they were young, all kinds of things. I mean, you name it. And you say, do I even need to forgive the person for doing that? The answer unequivocally is yes. Forgive. Forgive. Just like yesterday, it is an exhausting option to try to make sure the score is always settled and try to enact vengeance for everything that's ever done to you. It's exhausting to try to live life that way. It is also exhausting to harbor bitterness and unforgiveness in your heart. But it is blessed peace and sweet release when you, by faith, obey God and forgive. Jesus said this in Matthew 5, Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, 
and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Now that's amazing that Jesus said, Jesus said, love your enemies. Well, obviously you're supposed to hate your enemy. That's what Jesus said. He said, you've heard that you're supposed to love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But Jesus said, no, love your enemy. Well, well, what about those that curse you? Bless them that curse you. What about those that hate you? Do good to them that hate you. What about those that despitefully use you? Or somebody that's just using you for their own gain, doing it wickedly, you know what you should do for them? Pray for them. What about somebody who persecutes you? Out in verse number, uh, verse number, let's see, of Psalms chapter number seven, it uh, it says, uh, uh, I'm looking here, he had prayers, verse number 14, uh, uh, the, the persecutor, what about the persecutor? What are you supposed to do against them? Well, pray for them. Pray for them? I'll, I know what I'll do against them. I'm going to work it out. I am going to get them so good. No, no, no. Pray for them. Do good for them. Love them. Now that's insane, bizarro stuff. If you're just talking to somebody who's just a casual Christian, doesn't really know much about the Bible or somebody that's that's not a Christian, that is insane. That That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But God said, you and I are to forgive those that do wrong against us. Now, Jesus is always our example. And Jesus, when he was being crucified, he said several things. He said, I think about seven things. That's another study. But here's one thing he said, Luke 23, 34. Then said Jesus, as he's hanging on the cross. Okay, now real quick, think about this. Was Jesus ever owed any sort of punishment for any sin that he'd ever done? No, no. Nothing was ever coming to him for something that he had done. No, nothing was was ever coming back around to him for something that he had done, some ill-spoken word. No, but Jesus, Luke 23, 34, then said Jesus, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. As Jesus was being crucified, Jesus said, Father, forgive them. Stephen, in Acts chapter number seven, when he was being stoned for no reason other than him preaching the truth as he was dying. This is what he said, Acts 7, verse 60. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep, he died. He forgave. The godliest people you'll ever meet are men and women of forgiveness. They not only understand that vengeance belongs to God, but they completely wash their hands of it. And they, in their heart, they forgive that person. Ephesians 4 verses 30 and 30, 31 and 32 say, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Just exactly as God forgave you for the sake of the shed blood of Jesus Christ, you are to forgive one another. You want to know what happens when you do that? When you forgive 
you have the same attitude that David had in the very last verse of Psalm chapter 7. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. You get your praise back. When you have unforgiveness in your heart, it produces bitterness and it robs you of your praise. A really good way to tell if somebody has some bitterness they're dealing with is if they're incapable of praise. They have no joy on their face. There's no rejoicing. That's what joy means. It means rejoicing. And if you just cannot praise the Lord, you you can't sing to God, you find nothing good about the day to praise God for, then there very well might be some unforgiveness in your heart. And I don't know if there's anything that is more harmful to the Christian than unforgiveness. Unforgiveness, which produces bitterness. But when you give it to the Lord, man, when you give it to God, even when Cush the Benjamite is crushing you, saying all kinds of nonsense against you, and people are trying to kill you like David, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High because of who you are, Lord, because I know you'll handle it, because I know you're good, because I know you don't let anything happen that's not in your will to me when I'm walking after your commandments, Lord, I'm going to give praise to your name. Praise the Lord. Lord, I pray that you would please help this devotional challenge to help somebody today. Lord, there are some really terrible things that people can do to one another. And perhaps somebody listening has had something happen to them that really is truly terrible, something that they're struggling to forgive. Lord, I pray that you would give them the grace to be able to forgive whoever of whatever. We know that your grace is sufficient, Lord. And I pray that whatever's going on in the listener's life, they'd be able to forgive so they get that praise back. They'd be able to praise your name for your righteous judgments because of who you are. We love you, Lord. Thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name, amen.